0: Log Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting, with news not heard in the news, the International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personalized journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Well,
1: today is a day, and it's like no other, as we'll enter depths of life beyond the norm. So tune your listening ear to a new channel, as this channel opens the doors of realms just being visited for the first time. Our brilliant guest author, Francesca Toman, is a conscious, audience channel since 1990. Francesca has not only published in New Age magazines and newsletters, but she has channeled Nikola Tesla at various seminars as well. She's been long aware of spirits and guides, angels, discarnates, and extraterrestrials. And on top of this, she is certified to read the Akashic Records. It is a powerful, powerful journey we're about to traverse today. What comes to my thought here is that life swings if you allow it. And then a natural rhythm begins to show itself that leads one in directions, <clears throat> excuse me, they may never have thought of. Paula, I get really excited every time I'm able to gather some time with Francesca. I literally feel like I'm in a research lab <laughs> that is open <laughs> for discovery every time I talk with her. What fun we're going to have today.
0: You are now listening to the International Kaz and Paula Show, and I'm Kaz. And I'm Paula. Well, Kaz, it could not get much more exciting than this show with Francesca today. It's been a long time coming, let me tell you. Francesca Tommen shows, through her work with Nikola Tesla, is still engaged with humanity and remains fascinated with the nature of the universe. In her... In the first of her two books, Nikola Tesla Afterlife Comments on Paraphysical Concepts, Volume 1, talks about new definitions and meditations. This is where Tesla and Francesca work together to offer several wholly new ideas working with concepts of light, gravity, magnetism, and DNA from a human spiritual perspective and more. In her second book, Nikola Tesla Afterlife Comments on Paraphysical Concepts, Volume 2, talks about healing and magic, whoa, and presents a fascinating 20-year correspondence between Nikola Tesla's spirit and Dr. Todd Ovecadis, who we refer to as Dr. Todd. And he's an accomplished medical doctor who has trained medical students and residents. Well, Francesca, my friend... We Hello. go back. We go back a lot of years, don't we? We do. It's, it, it's been. It, it's about time that you're on our show. Let me tell you. And. <laughs> now, I'm honored
2: you, to be here. I'm honored to be here and very excited. And thank you very much.
0: When I wow. first met you, I was uh, really. Uh, you were telling me that you were. Uh, writing articles for Spirit Speaks. And did you do the Sedona Journal also? Did you write for the Sedona Journal also? Uh,
2: No, not as it turns out, but uh, Spirit Speaks definitely. And then um, I'll tell the tale as to uh, what happened after that, but please go on.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, I I was just uh, really honored to be a friend of yours and knowing what great work you did. And you still are doing. Whoa, these books are something else. Now, Yuck. was it, it your book? Is those two books are where uh, Dr. Todd asks questions and then Tesla through you answers the questions. Was it uh, Tesla's idea to contact Dr. Todd, or was it yours?
2: The story is actually a little more complicated than that. Uh, in '95, when I was channeling for Spirit Speaks '94-'95. I, uh, pub- I decided to publish a newsletter of my own called Familiar Spirits. This is because my contact at the time was Oban, or otherwise other words, Constance McDerwin, who was a town witch of Bath, and I was part of her coven. And so when I started receiving material, I said, I've got to put a name on this. Says, oh, okay, Connie came up and said, hi, how about using me? <laughs> So, you know, as for a name, but, you know, we worked together for many years with Spirit Speaks. Now, uh, Spirit Speaks and the newsletter, my own newsletter, Familiar Spirits, uh, got out and um, Dick Isley, who was in New York at the time, uh, found uh, my name in Spirit Speaks and he said, hmm, she seems to be a pretty good channel, let's uh, see what she can do, and he he had the magazine. Uh, actually, it was a—I guess you could call it a little magazine—called "Lighten Up," emphasis on "up," because this was being the middle '90s, and everybody was going, "Oh, you know, California going to dump into the ocean," and oh, dear, 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 "Lighten up already!" You know. So he asked me if I if I could channel Laurel and Hardy, and I did. And he asked me if I channeled somebody else, and I did asked me if I could channel somebody else, and then he finally asked me if I could channel tesla and and i and I did and it was very interesting and that was actually in volume one uh one of um one of the main um uh, one of the earliest um uh, bits of work we had and then I said um Tesla, would you mind hanging around i you're telling me the secrets of the universe would you please tell me more so we published a number of uh, bits of work with Tesla in familiar spirits, so I had this body of work. Unfortunately, around about the turn of the century, I got uh, some uh, health issues which uh, needed dealing with, and so there was a hiatus, of, you know, with my work with Tesla. But also, around about 2001, a friend of mine took me to see a cryon meeting and doctor Todd Ovokitis was presenting. I
0: mm-hmm. was
2: so fascinated by uh the man's intelligence, his compassion, his his delight and fascination with the world that I just was prompted, Okay, why don't you tell him about the work you did with Tesla? So I gave him some of the material that we had collected over time and he said, Hmm, send me a little more, I'll have some questions and that we collected all of that together to go into t- to volume 2. So technically speaking, uh Dr. Todd and Tesla have not been corresponding for 20 years. <laughs> but uh this work has been going on for about 20 years.
0: Wow. So I I'm I'm curious in Dr. Todd's questions to Tesla yes. has that um created him to to uh invent or Uh, his work to be evolved or has it touched his work at all?
2: A lot of the questions had to do with things that were somewhat personal to Dr. Todd himself and some of the questions had to do with his uh, medical and technical work. Uh, Dear Doctor, (laughs) ovocytus is so busy. uh, We've not had much chance to talk of late so I haven't heard lately what uh, what has uh, caught his imagination from the work, but I did send him a book. Poor man has not had much time to read it.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, I know, Francesca, like catching chickens to get him to be, have an interview with us. Fran, uh,
1: Francesca, of of all that you've been given through Tesla, What are the finest tidbits that have brought a treasure directly to you and that you didn't suspect, of course? And how has it impacted the way that you do things or how you will do things in the future?
2: Uh, You may have to re-ask those second questions. The first question is the, the, the strongest tidbits yeah uh well, you know he talks about the enfolded dimensions in this multi dimensional universe, so there's like the fourth dimensional universe, you know heights, breadth, width, depth, and time, and then you have the enfolded dimensions uh when we first heard about string theory, which was sometime after it started being known, but we hadn't heard about it until ninety five or be- after 95, actually, uh, he said, yes, that is the way the universe is put together. There are enfolded dimensions, and these enfolded dimensions had very particular qualities. He talked, for instance, it's not 11 dimensions, it's 12, because you have the zero dimension, which is the dimension that is everywhere and nowhere, that is the immensity beyond all immensities and the tiniest you know, it is a, it is a totally paradoxical dimension. In other words, it's the divine being. But what really char- has charged me throughout the work is two things. One is his compassion for people. We, uh, he will talk at some depth and breadth to how um, physical reality and human human beings work together constantly. There is not a separation between the human over here and physical reality over there. No, we are part of physical reality with an intimacy that I I haven't uh, heard described. And we are intimately working with those enfolded dimensions as well as we are with the unfolded dimensions. So it does give me a a deeper sense of where I am in reality and... uh, I've known that I have my guides with me constantly. I've known that since uh 1989. 89? No. Yeah, 89. And before the upshot of it all is that I have this sense of tremendous possibility, tremendous presence, tremendous potential. There's a tremendous amount of energy just just absolutely quivering inside of everything and we are all such an intimate part of this. Uh, the the other thing that really fascinates me is some of the nature of some of those uh, enfolded dimensions. Uh, there's a, the, primordial dimension, the, the dimension of primordial chaos, there's the dimension, but also the torsion fields. Dr. Todd asked a question about the torsion fields and on Nikola Tesla. Uh, uh, extrapolated on, you know, so many different types of fields, including parasound and paralight. Paralight, another paradoxical thing, is vibrationless light. It's the core of light. Parasound is actually uh, the vibration which uh, resonates with the psychic function in all living things and you know and then he he talks about uh, ether and he talks about you know para gravity and he explains why gravity acts the way it does so that his basic idea is that the universe is created by the inner geometries of how these uh dimensions the infolded and unfolded layer and interlayer and weave and interweave with each other
0: Wow. Now, we were talking before the um, interview started, and uh, one of my questions was, is it hard for you to comprehend what he's saying to you sometimes? Because it's so complicated. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, uh, I tell you, he uses every scrap of vocabulary I have. Uh, No, it's not hard to comprehend exactly. Uh, It's more like it's trying to translate because he's kind of dealing with the machine code of the universe and you need you know like with a computer a very few people can can tell what the computer is doing by reading the machine code so you have to have a translator to translate it into you know an ascii format or whatever uh, so we're doing that. We're we're taking the machine code and we're translating into something that become that can become words. So it's not a lack of comprehension. It's it's a tremendous effort in translation. Um, you know, I'm sitting here at the computer with you know the screen on and just waiting. And he'll give me sometimes a sentence word by word and take five minutes to do one sentence. And I don't know where he's going until he gets to the end. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's how channeling goes sometimes.
1: Yeah. So, how does this impact?
0: How has this
1: work that you have with him? How has it impacted the way you do things in your own life, and or or maybe in the future? Mm-hmm. Are well, you able to go ahead?
2: Yes, In, yeah, uh, impacting my life now. I've, you know, done every one of the meditations that he has described, and some of them I have done numerous times. I've worked with my spiritual enzymes, and that's been excellent because, you know, I've got this nice little enzyme called relief from pain, and it just, hello, come here, wake up, there you go, bing, you know. Uh, it's like you have this wonderful intimacy with the the... Uh, you know, unseen, unknown, uh, tiny parts of yourself that are your physicality. Um, so, the, you know, there are so many of the meditations that can open up my creativity, that can open up my, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a, not only does it broaden my mind, but it broadens my sense of my spirit, my soul, myself, and working with magic is exquisite partly because when you get to work with magic as you find in volume two you get to um, work with the magic with your soul with your heart with your spirit with your mind your emotions and so you have all of those parts of yourself engaged with this energy it's an intelligent energy it's not you know conscious the way we are it's it's not intelligent the way we are but it is a responsive and intelligent energy and when you work with magic as in the book you get a very intimate understanding and an intimate feeling of yourself and of the magic so when i need to use magic i do and it adds to other work that i do
0: Huh. Can you say a little bit more about the enzymes?
2: Oh, to create a spiritual enzyme. Uh, an enzyme actually, in, you know, in in your body, it is a substance uh, or molecule that helps processes c- um, expand or uh, happen. It's, for instance, you have two chemicals that are sitting next to each other, and the enzyme you put you add the enzyme and the two chemicals will react whereas without the enzyme they won't so it's it's a little more complicated than that but it's the same thing with the spiritual enzymes uh you know like like y- you can work with healing you can work with memory you can work with uh as i said pain it, it, you know there's a, a great depth and breadth but an enzyme is a thing it's like a combination of a trigger, and not exactly blue, but it, it binds things together and makes things happen that wouldn't have happened without the enzyme. And the lovely thing about the enzyme is that it doesn't get used up. It's kind of like a fulcrum point for the leverage. You know, beep, you know, you move something over here, and there you, you've got new energy that you haven't had before.
1: Do you actually no. feel the movement in your own body when this happens?
2: Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Yes, I do, actually. Uh, it, you know, it's not something that I have thought to concentrate on, but working with the enzymes, uh, the spiritual enzymes, I can sort of tell when they're working.
1: Is is it like a paralyte or... Okay. Or, you know, you talk about paralyte and pa- parasound. Yep. Is it...
2: Okay, it's uh, the work with the enzymes, I would guess. He's standing right here, you see. He says that uh, it's not the paralyte, it's the parasound. That the enzymes work majorly with the parasound because they are working with the inner geometries of the vibration, vibrations of your physical being. Paralyte itself as I said, is the vibrationless light. It's uh, the core of reality. So if you want to work with an enzyme that helps you perceive the core of reality, you're liable to bump into Paralight, but it's not how those enzymes function. They function mainly with the Parasound.
1: Okay, let me go a little further here. Let me Let me ask you... Uh, you know we all want to heal and that kind of thing and i wonder the para sound are there um is there something that a particular sound or vibration uh can be directed to certain areas for healing and and if so is there a way to do that
2: definitely uh, he's saying that i'm uh, that he has not wanted to uh reinvent the wheel many many people have worked with sound healing sound uh but he does say that yes and you can work with your own healing with your own para sound it's your psychic uh vi- you know your it's like your psychic vibrational body is made of para sound so you can work, you can ask the enzymes to work, you can ask magic to work, you can ask you know meditation to work uh it's just it's it's an added um push it's it's uh, an added bit of energy for a system you may already be using
1: so do you, do ask you actually, yourself do you i was going okay. to say, do you actually ask yourself specifically like okay, give me this sound so I can hear it in my head
0: i, have I haven't
2: i haven't i'm certain you could so i'm you don't truly physically certain do you could it. This, is a, this is a fascinating idea and he and he and he's saying take notes it's just like oh yeah how to find the healing sound absolutely he says yes i'm
0: excited let's do this <laughs> <laughs> so you don't actually do a physical sound uh we haven't oh okay you know i I heard i don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but when I went to Egypt and I was in the temples and each yes. temple i I heard different sounds
2: oh absolutely, so, yes,
0: so that would be the same thing,
2: yes, yes, that would be the resonance of the parasound,
0: so does that mean she's receiving
1: sounds in her body that are important for her for her um Particular or whatever situation she's dealing with, or or yes. to heal, or or yeah, okay. So she's yeah. receiving; you she's think, able to you hear those. It's
2: it's it's two things. First of all, each temple was tuned to a particular note. Yes. Uh, you know, in para sound and yes. Uh, you know, it's sort of like the the uh, quantum entangled inductive resonance, so that. So, <laughs> Uh, each temple was uh, had a purpose, and its purpose was uh, uh, tuned to that particular note. But as to Paula herself going to the temples, she used to do that work. That's why she would recognize those tones. Uh, you know, metaphorically speaking, she was a bit like a piano tuner. She'd go to a temple and you know re- rearrange the tones as needed. But, yes, this is part of the reasons why um healing places do work. It's through the parasound,
0: so mm-hmm. it, they were <laughs> far ahead of us back in those oh, times, yes. and then we've kind of lost it along the way
2: <laughs> yes,
0: and Teslas is helping us bring it back again,
2: some of it. <laughs> <laughs> He says yeah, he's, not, I, he's certainly not the only person who is working at this depth and at this breadth. Uh, it's just they haven't gotten the news, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: now, in your meditations in the book, would you um, suggest to people maybe that they would record the, the uh, meditation and listen to it that way?
2: Uh, Yeah, that could work very well. Some people can uh, memorize it. You don't have to have everything totally precisely and totally exactly done, but even if you just read the meditation, think about it, read it again, and sort of get an idea of what's being done in it, some of the meditations, I grant you, are wordy and some of them are lengthy, but that you know and that's definitely a place where recording them would would work but others of them are a lot shorter and they can you can once you've done them you can do them again without thinking about them you just oh yes I'm here I do this especially like finding your core tone that's the the core tone of your soul which is an inaudible tone also in parasound
1: you were going to give us a meditation um, or talk about one for the listening audience. Do you want to share that with
0: us?
2: Yes, that is that is actually the core tone. Uh, this is now the uh, appendix on volume three. So wow. I will read. To uncover the tor- core tone of your spiritual self, you use the heart chakra. As the pituitary has been called the master gland for the physical endocrine system, the heart chakra affects the other chakras in much the same way. If you are practiced in sensing the chakra's self-energies, you may simply focus on the heart chakra as though searching or inquiring for a known voice in the hubbub of a crowd, simply asking yourself to hear the silent tone of yourself with a gentle, welcoming inhalation and or a sense of peace. The core tone is silent and so complex and refined a sound that the physical body cannot perceive it directly. So in other words, you, you just listen for your core, you know, feel it in your heart, have your heart listen, and there's a moment when you, oh, yes, that's it, and you couldn't possibly reproduce the sound. You know, Oh, that's, that's, that's my only tone, the exact vibration of my inner self. So he continues, just touching your tone in the course of the day or in your spiritual practices can, it, can in itself have very good effects. Helping to regulate and harmonize your fourth-dimensional and multidimensional relationships. Hearing this silent sound is much like feeling emotionally touched by someone's kindness or remembering a quiet secret joy once had, some special news, or a present from a special friend. You can liter- also literally add an extra dimension by taking the energy of this silent core tone and compressing it. So what you do is you, you catch the tone first in your heart, and so that you know it, and it's like you feel it. This is not hearing, it's feeling. And you can add the other dimension by taking that co- that core tone and compressing it, making it tinier and tinier, as you did with the chakra energy reset we presented in Volume 1. Uh, the point turns inside out. You compress it, you make it tinier and tinier and tinier and tinier and, tinier and beyond tiny,
0: and all of a sudden... It can't go anywhere else but
2: into the vast, inside out, by becoming you know as as vast as the zero dimension itself, while still retained within the sonic shape of your core tone. So you are touching the paradoxical reality of the zero dimension, where the huge is the tiny and the tiny is the huge. So. You may find yourself suddenly breathing deeply or yawning. This indrawn breath is literally inspiration and aligns your subtle bodies beautifully. So there's a two-step operation here. If you've not had much practice with subtle energies, the second method is to sit somewhere peaceful where you can breathe. Fold your hands over your heart and breathe gently for five to ten breaths. These intentional breaths are sufficient to engage the silent, super-refined core tone. You may not feel any difference at all, but if you persist, you will gradually have a sense of, it's all right now, or I remember more of who I am now. It's not as dramatic as acing a test or winning the lottery, but you will very likely feel things are going right for me at last, or I have something I can work with, so it's like touch you become your own talisman of self all you have to do is look for it. all you have to do is search for it in the heart, and you can add you know compress it, and then you open up into the enfolded dimensions
0: now so after you is, find after you find this. You, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
2: It's quite all right. Go ahead. No, you can do it any time. You have a moment. It's not after you find this. It's finding it is the point. <laughs> because <laughs> when you find your core tone, suddenly you have a secure base from which to breathe, from which to live, from which to be who you are. And, can you yep. send
0: your, your core sound from your heart? Can you send it out to others to share it with others? Nope. Oh. Nope.
2: Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. However, the people that you resonate with is because your core tone is harmonious with their core tone.
0: Wow. That
1: sounds a lot. I mean, that's like incredible. Yeah. What about um, Francesca... You know, people, we we briefly touched upon um, uh, the types of magnetism and okay. human intelligence and um,
0: okay. uh,
1: working, well, first of all, let's touch about that with humans, but then also go into regarding animals because we can see the magic maybe more if we inter- interweave with it with our animals. Go ahead.
2: No, I'm not. Go ahead. I'm I'm just turning pages here.
1: Oh, okay. That's my husband's
2: sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, you, um, evidently, there's a lot of magnetic fields, a lot of different kinds of flavors, you call them, flavors yes. of magnetic yes. fields. Yes. Can you touch upon it and then go from there?
2: Okay, well, there are various flavors. Um, Let's look into this. You have the flavor of magnetism that is literally in the planet. Uh, So that is one kind of flavor of magnetism. You have the flavor that's in magnetite. It's, you know, lodestone. It's the... um, um, is a mineral that you know that they used for compasses uh, because it is magnetic. It's you know it has a high iron content. Um, let's see, there's a different flavor to solar and stellar magnetism, uh, and there is of course the intelligent magnetism of Gaia and entities such as Cryon. The the physical planet has one flavor and the the, uh, intelligent entities have another flavor. Uh, And again, your own body has its own flavor of magnetism. Uh, Let's see. The magnetism allows magnetic resonance imaging to work so well because when the magnetic axes of the water molecule, molecule magnets, your hydrogen and oxygen atoms, are flooded with another magnetic field the axes change their orientation but so our human bodies have magnetic fields within them and they are different very interestingly they are different in concert in consonance with our chakras uh you have the the positive the more positive you know like the north field and the south field the you will have different fields throughout your body, but these different flavors can be used in meditation to uh, okay yeah uh the reason why we mentioned the flavors of magnetism above is because these fields are each oriented differently to the enfolded dimensions through the multidimensional geometries, and each of these overlapping fields contains information. In other words, magnetism itself has information and more information than we know how to to glean, but life itself works with magnetism and, of course, the planet and, of course, the intelligent entities of Gaia and Kryon and others. Uh, work with the intelligence within mag- uh, magnetism, that with the information within magnetism constantly. So animals are very aware of the flavors and the shapes and the mm, particular, uh, we can't quite say tones of magnetism, but it's close. Uh, they, are, they orient on the main magnetic field of Earth but they get, you know, they refine it down and get more specific. That's how they find their way to, you know, how do how do, uh, the sea turtles find their, you know, the, the very yeah, same true. beach that their uh, great many, many, many time great-grandmother sea turtles came to? Part of it is scent, yes, but a lot of it is the magne- magnetic information.
0: Well, like the geese. Yes. Now, oh, what yes. about,
1: for, you, you know, you um, spoke about, uh, like if you lay down, you know, like they say, put your head toward the north <laughs> when you lay down. Or uh, uh, in other words, it's bringing in a certain magnetic field. And does does it work better with our body? Are we able to assimilate it to a higher degree if we do that? I mean, does it do the dimensional fields unfold more easily for bringing in? Just health or or whatever we're going for?
2: Yes. The short answer is yes. The uh, intricacy of how each person would work with the magnetic fields, uh, you know, that's very individual. But yes, if you are aware of these other flavors of magnetism and work with them uh, as as you do with uh, we have a meditation on magnetic attunement, and uh, the, you know the, the earth flavor, the solar flavor, the this flavor, the spirit of guidance. And when you, when you work with all of those, you can be more aware of magnetism itself.
1: So is this kind of like you know you take your clothes out and you got all these sparks? <laughs> Um, out of the dryer, I mean, we're talking about real electrical aspects, right?
2: Oh, that's static. Yeah, that's static energy. That's not magnetism. That's that's electricity. Now, grant you, uh, um, magnetism and electricity are oriented at 90 degrees to one another. So in a very real sense, they are the same thing but uh the, the static electrical charge when you take socks out of the dryer that's a different thing. We uh he does have a very excellent um uh, meditation uh having to do with static realities and uh
0: so uh, static, realities, with, yes. sta- static realities yes static realities is does that mean there's something interfering with our with the reality
2: Uh, Okay, Uh, we have like a meditation on discharging static from human realities, insulation, quick-release valves, and spiritual lightning. In other words, the static realities are the ones that have gotten locked into a pattern. And you can, uh, it just doesn't take but a moment to think of several places that have had the same thing happen again, and 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 the same thing happen, again, same thing ha- you know, that is a static reality. But you can use the electri- electrical, the spiritual el- electricity, which is the uh, other aspect of magnetism, you can use the spiritual le- le- electricity to shift those static realities. There is a meditation in volume one just for that.
1: Uh, Francesca, I wonder if in other words, you might not necessarily have the meditation except, you know, if you have the book, but I wonder if you ask for it specifically if the body will know what, what to do to get it.
2: Um what to do to get what?
1: I'm sorry. Um but- to release the static um blocks that we have.
2: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um well the meditation, uh, you do some you do some preparation and uh you can actually create some anti static fluid. This is a spiritual anti static and uh mm-hmm. check valve, lightning rods and then there's a step through process of how to um disengage the the you know to transform and shift the the static energies now this can also be uh you know can be global it can be local and it can be for yourself
0: wow could you could you give an example of a static um okay
2: well all right so there are some places that uh you know the weather has been the same forever like the skeleton coast in africa you know the skeleton coast gets maybe you know oh an inch or two every 10 years kind of thing the plants live there because of the fog but uh you know there are places in the middle east there are places in africa there have been places elsewhere uh, where, the, you know, it, it's like nothing seems to change. It's the same thing, it's the same thing, it's the same thing. Uh, that is the kind of reality you can work with, but there are cautions in the book that there are some places, and also in book Two with magic, there are some things that not everybody can do. You have to, you know. Which is, it's not trying to be elitist. It's like if you don't have a mechanical ability, it's very difficult to learn how to fix a car. If you have a natural mechanical ability, you can learn how to fix a car quite easily. It's, it's more like that. We each have strengths, and some people can use the static, you know, to use the discharging the static electricity. Uh, because they have a strength with that kind of work.
0: Uh, Could someone do harm by doing it incorrectly?
2: Mm, No, he says no, very probably not. You would have to really, really work on it, and it would rebound on you in any event.
0: Okay.
1: So it's your intention. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Paul.
0: Yeah. go ahead. Yeah, that's
1: so, so. It's basically your intention, and that the universe knows your intention. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes, very much. Yeah. With magic in particular, now magic has been used uh, for evil and nefarious purposes in the past, and there is still some uh, momentum with the magic that was used. That magic itself is deciding to no longer allow itself to be used. Uh, for instance, uh, in Hitler's, re- Hitler's regime—they did a lot of magic. They, you know, um, prostituted and ab- abused magic for their purposes. But it won't—it won't let itself be used that way anymore. Partly because of the shifting of the age, allows it to have enough energy now to become more conscious of itself and conscious of its actions with human beings.
0: I would like to change the subject a little bit here, Um, going into DNA. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there such a thing as junk DNA? Aren't what scientists call junk DNA, uh, don't they have a purpose? I mean, oh yes. It's more than junk.
2: Oh yes. Yes. Uh many people have already discerned that the quote junk DNA unquote is actually codes for translating the enfolded dimensions into the unfolded fourth dimensional dimensions. I mean the four D dimensions is like uh how the divine intention communicates itself into physical reality is partly through the DNA and through the intelligence and and responsiveness of the DNA.
1: So what triggers it?
2: The DNA or the responsiveness?
1: What triggers the change in the DNA?
2: Ah, uh, many and several things. (laughs) Uh, There's no one answer to 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 DNA, but you can work with your own DNA. And he goes into this at greater length in Volume (laughs) 3.
0: When is Volume 3 going to be coming out?
2: (laughs) At the rate we're going, I'm hazarding a guess. Uh, We'll get it written by October. (laughs) I'm going to try and make it faster, but (laughs) written by October.
0: Oh, so you're,
1: you're actually saying that um, – so does thought trigger DNA or does trauma or
2: – Yes. or Okay. It's so, both so, in, the DNA, in the genome and the paragenome. Uh, they have already done tests where what happened to your grandfather changes – how your own DNA is uh activated through the par paragenome or the epigenome it's also called. It's kind of like the the field as it were around DNA. Uh you know, it's a chemical uh situation, a chemical field uh around the DNA that that emphasizes certain uh switches and de emphasizes they they've done a lot of study with the epigenome with with mice you know where they have stressed you know the the, the stressed mice who are raised by mothers who don't know what the heck they're doing <laughs> and other mice that are raised by mothers who are very good or mice mothers and there are differences in which parts of your DNA get engaged and if you know when you can work with that level um you can really get uh, you can shift what is emphasized in your DNA. It you know it's not the three minute meditation. Ha ha, we're done. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is is that um, you almost are, do you have to almost be triggered the same as what brought forth the the DNA structure. I mean, do you have to have that kind of trigger in order to, to bring it to your face or to alter the DNA or um, maybe just being conscious enough?
2: Yeah. It is a state of spiritual awareness, uh, you know, in a very real sense to work with your DNA one-on-one you kind of have to train for it like you would, you know, be a spiritual athlete, you know. You have to train for it and get refined to it so you can work with that higher energy refined structure.
0: If you you
2: are at a low energy, I mean, not only in terms of you're tired, but also in terms of you're not a very spiritual person and all you want is, you know, money dames and... (laughs) <laughs> <You know. laughs> Money, dames, and booze—you're not going to be liable to be able to work with your DNA terribly well.
0: <laughs> but
2: not—you know—it's uh, this is not as so much judgment as it is as it is discernment. I mean, you know, if you're working at a certain lower level of energy, you cannot work at the refined uh, and higher level of energy that DNA demands.
0: So, can you actually um, cure diseases by working with your D- DNA? I mean, for example, if you had arthritis, could you, working with your DNA, you could shift and change that?
2: I per- per- personally believe I could, but I won't make that claim for anyone else. Can't.
0: Okay. But it's possible.
2: Uh, yeah what people can do uh depends upon how willing they are to open up the deeper parts of themselves for instance why do placebos work at all
0: <laughs> belief yeah belief yeah, really. yeah, yeah
2: belief but it's not only just belief it's being engaged with the the you know your core tone which is where you are linked to the enfolded dimensions
1: Oh, you just hit a goodie. Yes.
2: Yeah, so when you have your core tone, you are there. You know that's your contact point to the enfolded dimensions. So if you work with your core tone, and you get your core tone in place, and then you 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 compress it, and then and you know turn it happily inside out. You can work with a meditation with DNA, and the results are going to be better.
0: So you have to build the muscle.
2: pretty much yeah it's like you know you can have a talented singing but you you still have to train
0: right have you had uh, any feedback uh, from people using some of the things in your books
2: not yet from the books I have uh, offered a few of these meditations to people and and uh, they have come back with positive response, but nothing uh, at great length yet. I mean, it's, just, well, it's, gonna, it's just out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're going to have to get it out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, let's get your website out there. Oh yes. So it's Tess Tesla Afterlife Conversations dot com. Correct. and thats nicola is n i k o l a mm-hmm. and tesla is t e s l a after dot com nikola
0: tesla after dot com wow um and we're talking to francesca toman toman
2: sorry toman sorry, toman.
0: sorry. I've I've known you for years and years and pronounced your last name incorrectly.
2: (laughs) Bless you, bless you.
0: Yeah. Um, Is there anything that Tesla wants to say to us that we haven't touched upon?
2: He's saying that the new science, he's very much in accord with Jane Roberts. They've met, they've talked uh he says the new science is going to be a spiritual science the new medicine the new science the new cosmology everything is going to be a spiritual cosmology a spiritual science uh it's not going to be just the intellect this does not mean that we toss the intellect over and you know no but he says that people will start to have a much more intimate connection with the way the universe works on a daily basis. You know, in every... uh, This is going to happen in the relatively near future, that you're suddenly going to have a complete shift in how people work with reality. Because they are um, reaching into their own specific depths their own core tone, their own, uh, you know, connection to the divine being and many other things so that each person will have a much more intimate connection with reality and will learn to work with reality and learn to have reality work with them. Reality can be so responsive. And a lot of people say, you know, watch your thoughts And there's a great deal of truth to that, but it is also to reach reality with your heart, with the dimension of yourself, the deepest dimensions of yourself, and reality responds.
1: It's like flipping your own light switch. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Magical wisdom. Yeah. (laughs) Francesca, the fact is your words are really a delicate expression of life. It's an encodement, maybe, allowing others to uplift their frequencies to quantum arenas. I I really, um, I am truly honored to be able to have a conversation with you like this today. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It's a piece of Thank candy. Thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, and we've barely, we've barely touched... <laughs> yeah uh, everything that's in uh, that those two books yeah oh I, I would
2: like to add for instance that uh he talks a great deal about humanity and human concerns uh you know he has something on civility and gratitude this is volume 3 civility and gratitude uh how is it that being grateful can be selfish <laughs> it can <laughs> and the hypnosis of the marketplace place in the media you know un- subconscious and unconscious magic you know why does your reality keep biting you in the butt well sometimes it's because of unconscious magic <laughs> so, <laughs> but i mean he's he's very interested in what happens with people and and how to shift how things might be done into how things could be done
1: hmm. well I I know that we have more than another program <laughs> with you in the future. Let me tell you, if you're willing to come back
0: again, we'd sure love to have you come back. And um, especially with that third uh, book coming out, when it comes out, we want you on our show for sure. Absolutely.
2: Yes, thank you. I am honored. This has been a delight, and Tesla himself is still standing right here. <laughs> well, well, let's get out.
0: Uh, a- Let's give out Francesca's uh website one website. more time before we leave. Okay,
1: so it's Nicolo Nicola Tesla Conversations dot com and Nicola is N I K O L A Tesla T E S L A Afterlife Conversations dot com. Francesca toman we are really honored. So honored to have you with us today. We look forward to our new journey with you.
0: <laughs>
2: Thank you Bless. very much from Bless. both of us for this excellent opportunity.
0: You're welcome. Well, blessings to both of you. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. We
0: shall be talking again soon. Okay. Take bye care. Bye bye Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I like things easy peasy, so when I need a few things, I go to Walgreens because schlepping my way through the grocery store when all I want is milk isn't my idea of a good time. Good thing Walgreens is just around the corner so I can pop in for essentials like milk, paper towels, and toothpaste. Easiest errand ever. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Now with card, Cottonelle toilet paper is $3.99 with in-store coupon and select planters nuts are two for $8 or $4.49 each.